Hello, you're listening to the Singer's Success Path podcast. I'm your host, Kimara Morell, and here we talk about all things building a career with our voices without having to set foot on a stage. Our voices aren't one size fits all, so we need to discuss all the possibilities and find the right ones for you to build your sustainable singing business. It's important that the paths we take lead us to our greatest happiness, that they take care of us in the short term and set us up for the long term so we don't have to work so hard. The revenue streams we discuss give us back our freedom with our time, and we get to choose when we work and have more freedom with what we create as well. But you do need dedication to set yourself up. We're not uploading our resume to some website where someone sends us a paycheck. We are the business owners, diversifying our income with all kinds of opportunities that didn't exist years ago. So we're going to dive in. But as a brand new podcast, your reviews are so important to the success of this launch. So if you learned something valuable today, please leave a review and help us get up the charts so we can get this message to more singers because there is a new plan for our success. Plan C, the unconventional new singing career. This is what we were talking about today. So let me tell you a story that starts when we were little and we were asked the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? It was so easy to set goals as a kid because we didn't have to think about practicality, bills, challenges, etc. If we were prompted the question, we could answer without all the other factors getting in the way. I'm willing to bet a lot of you had the same answer as me. A singer. <laughs> I was even a singer for Halloween one year. I covered a tennis ball with tinfoil and glued it to a paper towel tube, crimped my hair, and was ready to go. But beyond Halloween, I would just sing whenever I wanted to. What I didn't realize was, my dream was already mine. I already was a singer. I guess it's around junior year of high school. The question gets a little more specific, though. What would you like to do to make money in your adulthood? Right? This holds quite a different energy. Well, I think I still want to be a singer, but dot, dot, dot. Think about that. What were some of your butts about? I don't even know how singers make money. The only inkling of an idea I had was one of two things. I could be Christina Aguilera or I would be an elementary school band teacher. And I had zero desire to do that personally. The follow-up questions from parents, teachers, guidance counselors, and concerned friends started making our dreams seem unrealistic. To be fair, those reasons were all valid. I thought to myself, I don't have any connections at record labels. And even if I did, there's like only ever a handful of big pop stars and millions and millions of girls like me trying to be one of them. The competition is fierce. <laughs> Other people probably have resources and connections that I don't. I lived in Massachusetts and I couldn't afford a plane ticket to Los Angeles to maybe get a meeting. It would be a lot of hard work that may never go anywhere. That's just not practical or safe. It's too big a risk, and I didn't want to end up homeless, so it was probably safer to go for a more reasonable job. For me, that was 2005. That's when I graduated high school. At the time, Facebook was new, and you could only sign up if you had a college.edu email address, but times have changed. Since then, when it actually was impractical, websites like eBay, Etsy, and Fiverr started to pop up. Then we saw... Uber, Airbnb, etc. All these platforms came about that solved the problem of how do I make money doing XYZ? So today, if you have a service to sell, 
there's probably a platform for it. And new ones pop up all the time. So yeah, in 2005, most of my revenue streams didn't exist yet. But I did actually try. I really held on to my little kid dream and I tried to make it happen despite how impractical it was. Enter manager after manager who tried to either bully me into extremely unfair contracts or make inappropriate advances. A publishing deal that literally locked my rights away for five years, kept me super broke and dependent on them, and ultimately broke me. So I quit music altogether. I was so unhappy. This was not what six-year-old Kimmy had in mind when she said, I want to be a singer when I grow up. Well, we can't quit music. It's impossible. I tried super hard. I even took a pay cut from my Hollywood waitressing job that supported my non-existent music career to try plan B. So I went to try and be a hotel supervisor. (laughs) That was literally the most boring job of my life. I did not last long. And my sister... She doesn't even know this, actually. I was already kind of looking at plan B when she asked me, Kim, do you have a timeline where you think if you don't make it in music, you'll choose a different career path? Oh, my God. Still now saying that out loud, it just puts a pit in my stomach because I remember how that felt. Little did she know, by saying that, she fueled me to go the polar opposite direction. I was like, hell no. What am I doing? Plan B is not an option. But now, it was 2017, and a lot had changed. I had to stop and think and really solve this new riddle because I learned that I actually hate the music industry. No longer do I want to be Christina Aguilera because it meant dealing with the most scummy people in the industry. But I had a lot of music friends who were making money, getting their songs into TV and film. And to me, That sounded like a more realistic way to do it. Also, mind you, I was stuck in a publishing deal with Sony, which keeps a lot of the sync licensing doors closed since your rights are all tied up. But I had gotten out of my deal, so I decided to go out for sync licensing. As a lot of you have discovered, that is quite a building process. Sync doesn't pay your bills right away. It takes time to build up royalties, and getting a massive international ad is the sync equivalent of becoming Christina Aguilera. It's not impossible. $150,000 sinks do exist, but they're not exactly falling from the heavens. So one day, something big hit me. A friend of mine asked me to record a demo for him, and he would pay me $250. This was not sync licensing, not being a band teacher, and not being a big pop star. This was like a six-hour good waitressing shift worth of pay to record a song in an hour. Uh, WTF, like, why don't I try to be a demo singer? Well, nailed it. I went for it. I have a ton of private clients now. I use many websites to sell my service, kind of like Airbnb, but for music services. Let me tell you, after 12 years of making zero dollars, I was determined to make this work. I was not trying to be a hotel manager. (laughs) Now, I'm the number one singer for hire on soundbetter.com with over 700 five-star reviews. But it didn't stop there. Now I started asking the right questions. How else can I make money with my voice? Guys, I went down a full-on rabbit hole. Have you ever had that feeling? Like you just discovered the next E equals MC squared and you just do not sleep. You're up till 10 a.m. somehow working on your idea. Well, that was me. And that feeling continued with me for about a year. I tried everything. I tried so 
many things. And a lot of them actually worked and actually started to generate some revenue. I think I have about 23 different sources of income now from music. So if you want me to tell you what burnout feels like, I got you. (laughs) I do not recommend going after 23 music revenue streams. I recommend we share what we know about the ones we've tried. Let's talk about what's a total waste of time, why we should try certain things. So please show up to my next live event and we'd love to hear what you've tried and you can hear what the other singers inside the Singers Success Path community have tried and we can help each other save some time. Because you know, sometimes there's a bigger picture too. For example, many of you have gone down the sync licensing road and have learned reality TV, while easier to get placements on, pays crap. (laughs) Reality TV will barely cover one cell phone bill, but does that mean it's a waste of time? Not necessarily. If you've never gotten a placement before and you want to get some skin in the game, what if in a matter of months, you can suddenly say you have credits on NBC, Netflix, Hulu, CBS, etc. Those are some sexy credits, okay? Sync is a small community and credits build trust. Credits of any kind show future collaborators, sync agencies, music supervisors, that you know what you're doing. So in a way, writing for reality TV is like an investment in writing for ads. And having credits is what gets you approved to be a provider on SoundBetter. So what I'm trying to share today is that times have changed. New opportunities that didn't exist when we left high school exist now. And new ones are born all the time. I just became the voice of an AI singer. I'll tell you more about that next week. That didn't exist like five minutes ago. And I made tens of thousands of dollars doing it. Maybe you are in your plan B right now. And it's comfortable. But I'm not telling you to go back to plan A and try again. I'm telling you, there's a plan C that you couldn't have taken back then because it didn't exist yet. It's been really incredible watching so many singers discover plan C and starting to generate money with their voices without having to perform live. Stick with me week after week because we've got a lot to talk about. But in the meantime, you can take a peek at my master list of music revenue streams for singers, see my 35 revenue streams, and see if any of them resonate with you. You can grab that and more free resources at singerssuccesspath.com. And please help us out by leaving a review on Apple Music. This is just our first episode, so anything helps to help get us up the charts. Leave a comment on YouTube and share this with two singers you know who may be waiting to discover this message. Meet me back here next week, and we're going to talk about my top five favorite revenue streams. I will see you there. (laughs) 